about love during this time. Today we're going to be opening our Bibles to, uh, together to begin to talk about what it means to love the Lord your God with all of your soul. So if you are uh, here and you have your phone, I want to ask you to do two things. First of all, get your Bible app out, or if you have a regular Bible, just pull that out. We're going to need that in a minute. The second thing I'm going to ask you to do is take a minute and invite your friends to watch this service online. Even if they're not here in the house today, if you share this uh, on your Facebook page, they'll be able to watch from anywhere. And we've found out that there are people watching all around the world each and every week. And we're so grateful because you, it's because you shared what was going on here, that the Word of God is going to these various parts of the world. So take a minute, invite your friends to join us. All you got to do is just share the, the uh, website right there, intersection.church slash live stream. And they can click on that and go right to our live stream. So uh, we have been talking about, uh, we started last week talking about what it means to love God fully. And of course, we started with this passage of scripture from Deuteronomy chapter 6. If you have your Bibles, go there today as in the Old Testament, very close to the front. Uh, if you have an old school Bible, if you have a phone, just type it in. And uh, we're going to be in Deuteronomy chapter 6 as we learn about Love. Now, Corey, last week we said that love is not acceptance. Love is not right. tolerance. Right. We, we, love is better than all of that. We said, you know, nobody likes to wake up in the morning and hear, I accept you. Or, I'm going to tolerate you today. I just want you to feel so tolerated today. Oh, I just tolerate you to bits. <laughs> nobody wants that, right? <laughs> to to tolerance is a poor substitute for the love of God. And sometimes it's necessary. When, when people are just jerks, tolerance is necessary. Amen? Uh, but God wants us to be much more than that. God wants us to be loving. And we can't love our neighbor until we love ourselves and love our God fully. And so love is not love until it's expressed. Today we're going to be showing that as we began last week to talk about the heart the soul is actually the expression of love. It begins in the heart. As we love God with our heart, then we can begin to love God with our soul, through our soul. It's an expression outward. And love is not love until it's expressed. Now, Corey, I've shared this story before in uh, church, but it bears repeating today because it has a special uh, significance with our message. Now, um, those of you that um, are, don't know me uh, for long, when I was six years old, I was pretty cute. I don't know what happened to me in fifth grade, but everything went downhill in fifth grade. But in, when I was six years old, I was in a kindergarten class, Mrs. Weary's kindergarten class in Ohio, and there was this girl. There's always a girl. And in this kindergarten class, this girl, I was just, I had a crush on this girl. And as a six-year-old boy, I remember saying to my mom, I, the next time we're in the store, mom, I, I want to get some candy for this girl. And so mom was diligent with me. She, you know, when we got there, she helped me pick out the, the candy that I was going to give to this girl that I had this major crush on. I didn't tell her anything. I just wanted to surprise her. And so on Valentine's Day, when I was six years old, I walked around. She lived just around the block from me. I walked around the block, and I went to her door with all the courage I could muster, and I knocked. And then I knocked again. And then I rang the doorbell. And I suddenly realized that nobody was home. 
And it got super complicated all of a sudden because here I was, a six-year-old, standing with a box of chocolates. And I liked chocolates. <laughs> I still do. You might have noticed. As I stood, I said, you know what? I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just have a seat here, and I'm going to wait and see if she comes home. So I sat as a little six-year-old. You just imagine me sitting on her little patio right there out in front of her house, and I waited, and I waited. It must have been at least two hours, probably two minutes, but it felt like two hours of waiting, and I finally, I couldn't stand it anymore. And right there on her patio, I ripped that box open, and I ate every chocolate in that little Whitman sampler. You remember those things? Uh, I ate every chocolate out of that bad boy. I was covered in chocolate from my head to my toe, and I walked back home totally happy with myself. <laughs> Here's why I share this story, because love is not love until it's expressed. And oftentimes, the expression of love gets stopped or halted somehow. And even though we may feel in our heart that we love someone or something, sometimes showing it isn't so easy. Amen? For me, I wanted to show this girl that I loved her, that I had a crush on her. But expressing that love was much harder than I realized. And when it became difficult, the easiest thing for me to do was to eat the chocolate and go home. And I think sometimes when it gets difficult for us as adults to love someone, we just eat the chocolate and go home. Love is not love until it's expressed. And the reason that the Lord says to, that we should love him with all our heart, soul, and strength is because it comes from the inside out. If you think about the progression, in our heart, it's an internal thing. I love God in my heart, but soul is an expression. We're going to talk about this in a minute. Soul is an expression, and then to love him with our strength, that's the extra. That's from the inside out to everyone. And so you're going to see over the next few weeks uh, that this is an outward progression from the heart to the soul to our strength. And so I wanted to share that story because I think a lot of us, we, 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 we're not, we haven't expressed the love that's in our heart. Even towards God, we stop short. But love is not love until it's expressed. Yeah, I love that story every time he tells it. Um, I think, you know, if he would have actually met her that day and given her the chocolates, I might not be standing here. <laughs> so I'm kind of thankful he ate all the chocolates, you know. So, um, yeah, t today we are going to be focusing on that second word, to love the Lord your God with your soul. And um, I love what the Holy Spirit has shown us. I love what the Holy Spirit... See, yeah, see love, love, love. See, we use love all the time for many <laughs> different things. I love chocolate. I love Jesus. Two different things. And how you love them is so important. See, when we're dealing with loving God with our whole soul, that's not how we love chocolate. <laughs> okay? Well, maybe some of us... <laughs> Some of us might. Well, today you'll get your fill of chocolate on Valentine's true Day. True story, true story. But you can't really ever get full or filled with God because we have a consistent deficit mm -hmm. here on earth. And God, through his Holy Spirit, wants to keep filling us till we overflow to the people around us. Mm 
But when we give out of lack, there's nothing for us. So God this morning, he wants you to know that he loves you and he wants to fill your cup full and overflowing today with his love. And as we get into the scripture today, Jeremiah, I'm hoping that we can understand truly what it means to love God with our whole soul. So let's start by reading Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 4 and 5, just these two verses to begin today. It's, we read it last week, but I want to repeat and begin uh, our sermon today with this. It says, listen, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord alone, and you must love the Lord your God. Everybody say it with me. With all your heart, all your soul, and all your strength. Let's pray together. Father God, we ask for your help today as we tackle this uh, scripture today and, and look at what it means to love God, love you, God, with our soul. God, help us to grab a hold of it like never before today so that we can be a full expression of your love to the people around us and in our daily lives. Help us to love you with everything we have. God, your spirit is the only one that can help us learn and grow from this. So come and use our mouths, use our minds, and speak to their ears, every person listening. Let your word be filled with power. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. and amen. Now, as we said last week, this is called the Shema in, uh, in uh, Hebrew tradition. Uh, this is one of the most well-quoted verses of Scripture uh, among the Israelites and the Hebrew people. Even to this day, every day, they will say this prayer two, maybe three times a day. They say, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one, and you will love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and strength. And as I said last week, the order of these is very important. God put these in order and gave them to Moses in this order because it begins with our heart. Remember, we start, we love God, we start with our heart, but it moves from our heart to our soul. Now, to understand this fully, we need to look at the Hebrew words that are used here for heart, soul, and strength. So if you're taking notes, I want you to write these words down. Uh, today. Here's the, the word for heart is love. Love. It almost sounds like love. The word love, it means understanding and emotions. It doesn't mean the physical boom, 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 boom. heart. It means my understanding and my emotions. Everything that my internal life is about, my internal life loves God, okay? So, lev, okay? Now, the second one is tricky, and it's what we're talking about today. The second one is soul, and the word that's used in this and also in the uh, gospel passage that was quoted in the kids' portion, uh, the, the word for soul is nefesh, or nefesh, depending on how you, you want to say it, and that is our will or our self. It's more than just our inner life. It's how our inner life affects our outer, outer life. How many, of you, how many of you know that your emotions and your intellect change the way you live your life in the world? That is what it means to love God with all your soul. And then the last word, strength, is the Hebrew word me'od. Okay? It sounds like two words, but it's me'od. Okay? And we're gonna, I can't wait to dig into that next week. It's not what you think it is. Me'od and strength is a, is a really powerful idea. We're going to cover that next week. But today we're going to talk about what it means to love God with all of your nefesh, okay? All of your soul. 
So I have a Valentine story. Okay, tell you, me. You being my Valentine, and all over Facebook, for those of you that do that, you'll see um, how you met each other, right? Mm -hmm. And everybody's telling their love stories. And um, I thought about our love story. Hmm. I was chasing you while you were chasing someone else. This is true. This In fact... True. I didn't have chocolates that time. No, you didn't. In no. fact, I really liked Jeremiah. He, was, um, he had counseled me through college, literally. We were good friends, absolutely. Great friends. Yep. And I heard him sing one day, and I was like, whoa. I'm telling you, ladies, that was it for me. He was singing in the car while he was taking me somewhere, and I said to him, wow, you have a really good voice. You know, I'd really like to take you home to meet my parents. You're the type of guy I'd like to marry. And his response to me was, you are nothing like the type of girl that I have prayed for to marry. You had In to tell fact, this story, didn't you? God would have to hit me over the head with a two-by-four for me to marry somebody like you. Happy Valentine's Day. Put that on a little card and just slip it under the desk right there. I was so angry in that moment because, ladies and gentlemen, I had not lived a great life prior. I had made lots of bad decisions, but I had rededicated my life to the Lord at 18, went to college, swore off men until I heard him sing, and decided that from there on, I was going to live my life for Jesus and whatever he had called me to. Now, how many of you know the verse that says, he makes all things new? Hmm. Well, let me tell you, when he said that he'd have to hit him with a two by four, I said, my Bible tells me that the day that I accepted Jesus, he made me a new creation. So I don't know what you've been praying for, but I believe God can create in me whatever it is that you need. <laughs> Thus began a long line of smackdowns <laughs> from my lovely bride. So here's what it has to do with Some soul. Some are well placed. Yeah, right. <laughs> so here's what it has to do with soul. Your will, right? Who you are, yourself, mm. changes when your heart loves someone. And I realized that the person that I was was not the person that he had prayed for. And that wasn't because he was a bad guy. He had never done anything wrong. It was because I didn't know how to love like God loves. I didn't know how to be who God had called me to be. And so what happened was who I was started to change on a daily basis. My decisions, first I was like, okay, what would Jeremiah think? <laughs> and then I was, what would God think about this? How does God see me in this? And through this process, my soul was transformed. This is key. This is critical because m most of us have a misgiving when it comes to this word soul, nefesh. All right. For the Hebrew people and for people in, the, in, in Eastern cultures and ancient cultures, uh, they had a much different idea of what it meant to say soul than what we do in 21st century America. Here in America, we have a Greek idea of what soul means. For most of us, we think we have a soul, right? We think that there is a soul that is in our body. That's, that's really a Greek mindset. What the Israelites believed is that they are a soul, that we are a living soul. 
And so for us to love God, not only with our heart, but with our soul, it was much more than just letting the Lord kind of have a portion. It was letting God have all of it from the inside out. Every expression of my life is surrendered to the love of God. And as I love God with my soul, I'm loving him with everything inside of me. This is that expression from the heart to the soul. Let's look at what Jesus said. If you have your Bibles, turn to Mark chapter 8, starting in verse 34. Then, calling the crowd to join his disciples, he said, If any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way. Take up your cross, and you follow me. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, and for the sake of the good news... You will save it. And what do you benefit if you gain the whole world but lose your own soul? Is anything worth more than your soul? If anyone is ashamed of me and my message in these adulterous and sinful days, the Son of Man will be ashamed of that person when he returns in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. As I was praying this week, God was showing me in this scripture that Jesus was asking for us to give of ourselves so that our souls can be transformed and not lost to sin. Not lost to our own self. He was saying, look, it's so important. I'm going to say this like five different ways in three verses, right? Give up your own way. Well, that's hard. But it's right. Take up your cross. Nobody likes that. Oh, y'all do? That's great. Y'all looking at me just with kind of a blank stare. Give up your will, pick up a cross, and it's only then that you'll gain life. It's only then that you'll gain what God has for you. If you don't give up your will, then it's your own will being acted out. That's your own soul, day in, day out, making your own decisions, and I made a hash of my life with my own will, but with God's will, with the Spirit of God living inside of me, helping me to make those decisions, I'm able to see that each step I take is me picking up my cross. Each step I take is saying, less of me, more of you, and you know, it eventually gets easier. The more you walk with the Lord, the more joyful carrying your cross is. I think that sometimes we only get stuck in what the cross itself felt like, but there was a joy that Jesus had in knowing that he was doing it for us. I truly believe that. I believe that is what actually gave him the strength to see it through, that he knew the Father's plan was for us to be with him. You know, how many times as parents do you do something that you just don't want to do, but you do it because the joy that will happen for your kids? Stay up all Christmas night. (laughs) That's where I'll stop there. Mm -hmm. You know, all of these moments where it's lots of just giving and giving and giving, and sometimes you feel like you just can't give anymore. You know, God is a generous God, and sometimes he feels like he just can't give anymore to get our attention. So this morning, he's asking you, will you give up your will? Will you surrender it? Now, for many of this, this is a hard question to answer. But it's because we have to love God with our heart before we can love him with our soul. 
until we love God with all of our heart, we'll never be able to love him with all of our soul and with all of our strength. It starts with an understanding that every, every blessing that God wants to give me was because it, it was made possible because of the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross. He, we love him because he first loved us. It's a response to the love of God that we sung about earlier today. It's a response. It's our heart loving God. And as a result of our heart loving God, our soul begins to love God. We live that expression of love from the inside out. And many of us struggle to live our expression of love with our soul because our hearts yet have not grabbed the, the power of the love of God we haven't recognized how great his love for us is. And so on Valentine's Day, I want to let you know, God loves you. God loves you more than you will ever know, more than you'll ever be able to understand down here. The only time that you're going to be able to know how much God loves you is when you're with him in heaven. And I hope that you will be. You know, this week, uh, was a hard week for my family. We um, laid my grandmother to rest. Uh, my family, uh, we went out to Ohio and um, said goodbye to my grandma. My grandpa just passed away two months ago, and grandma followed him uh, within uh, less than two months. And so we were uh, attending our second funeral in two months as a family, and as People spoke about them. He, they said the same thing across the board. When you were with them, you knew you were loved. And as I thought about that, I couldn't help but think about the fact that when we're with Jesus, we can't help but know we're loved. We can't help but feel that we're loved. And so we're going to take some time in God's presence today. Because if we're in God's presence, if he's here with us, we can experience that love together. And so when I, I want to ask you if you would stand to your feet all across the building today. We're going to go into a time of worship and response to this word together today. Maybe today you would say, you know what, I want to begin to love the Lord with all my heart today. I want it to be way deep down on the inside of me. I want to know that God loves me today. If that's you, I want to encourage you to respond today to this love of God. Maybe today you would say, I, I, I know that he loves me, but I want to love him with all of my soul. I want it to come from the inside out. I want to express my love to God. I don't want to just eat the candy and walk away. I want to show God how much I love him by the way I live. Would you bow your head and close your eyes? God, we surrender our heart to you in this moment. And we ask that you would come and take these few moments of worship that we have together. Let your spirit come. Show us how much you love us. And let us show you, God, how much we love you. We focus our hearts on you. And we ask, God, that you would allow us to respond to that great love today. So with head bowed and eyes closed all across the room, if you would say, Jeremiah, that's me. I want to love the Lord 
with all of my heart and with all of my soul. Would you just lift your hand right where you are? Maybe today you would say, you know what, I've kind of been half-hearted. Maybe it's not been a full expression. Maybe you have eaten the candy because it's hard to, to show your love. But today you want to take another stab at it. Come on, just lift those hands all across the room. God, we ask that you would help us to love you. Love the Lord our God with all of our heart and with all of our soul. Come on, keep those hands up all across the room. And just in your own way, would you begin to pray? Would you begin to talk to him? Would you begin to express your love to him today? Come on, all across the room. Even at home, if you're there, just stand up and lift your hands together with us here in the house and begin to lift up your prayers to the Lord. Come on, he hears you. That's it, come on. Let me hear your voices today. Just tell him that you love him today. Come on, ask for his presence. God, we want to love you with all of our heart, with all of our soul, and with all of our strength. For you alone are God and worthy of our praise.